Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we are celebrating our Thanksgiving because it's not just a day, it's a season. What we're thankful for. Let's be thankful together and let's start now. Hopecast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Welcome to the Education Was Hope Hopecast. I'm Cameron Graham-Vivanco. And I am Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I'm the co-founder of Education Was Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of teams and training for Equals Age in Ecuador as well. Education Equals Hope exists to provide for the education of students in desperate and difficult situations. And our hope for this podcast is to keep all of our dear listeners friends and supporters all over the world informed as to what is happening with our ministry here in Ecuador. Because we could not do it without you, which is so, so, so true. Absolutely. So today's Hopecast is dedicated uh, in the season um, because we just had Thanksgiving last week. And we're entering in this season uh, in the Episcopal Church. We're entering into the season of Advent, um, a season of waiting and preparation mm-hmm. for Christmas to come. And it is a great time to stop and take a breath, take stock, and um, understand what is around you that you're thankful for. And that is uh, exactly what this podcast is dedicated to. It's um, dedicated to going a little bit deeper into, I think all of these things have been mentioned over the last uh, number of episodes, but going a little bit deeper and explaining what we are thankful for. There is plenty of bad news in the world. Um, It's hard to even watch and read uh, the news uh, without getting overwhelmed. But we have the incredible um, task and privilege of reminding our supporters, reminding each other that um, God is alive and well and doing wonderful things. And we are so privileged and so thankful to get to be a part of some of those things. Absolutely. Which brings us to the first point of our thankfulness. And it is that we are absolutely thankful um, to be part of an organization that exists to support people. It is our privilege to be able to walk with them through everything that we do, um, from teams and the scholarship programs, and, and mainly our side of the of the of the job here is to create, as we always talk about in this podcast, uh, create the relationship, mm-hmm. the close relationship, in order to see, and that helps us to also understand how the support gets to the families, to the ministry sites. And we're just very thankful that we're able to see that firsthand. Uh, I really, like anything, when you're in it every day, mm-hmm. you can uh, be blinded to or you don't necessarily um, pay attention to how how great it is. Mm-hmm. Like you can just be overwhelmed with meetings and frustrated that this paperwork didn't go through or <laughs> or whatever, but um, it really is an incredible privilege. Um, I shared with you, Jorjito, I don't think we've shared it on um, on the Hopecast. We were at the End Slavery Ecuador ministry site mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, and that was just part of a routine uh, Youth World staff meeting, mini staff meeting. Mm-hmm. Youth World's gotten mm-hmm. so big that uh, each department... Um, 
a couple times a year, we'll we'll do small groups out of the large staff meeting. So mm-hmm. Educational's hoping Keto Quest got to go to End Slavery Ecuador uh, just to get to know each other a little bit more because there's so many faces. It's like, oh, hey, I, I know who you work for, but I don't really know you. Anyway, we got to be there. Um, and Margarita, who's their spiritual director, she was like, oh, Cameron, I have something for you. It's like, oh, thank you. And it was a thank you card. She had written, before we got there, she wrote me a thank you card for what Equals H does for the women in Amadas, um, that whole um, ministry that's working with women coming out of uh, sexual prostitution, sexual trafficking, those things. And my mom always used to say, those involved are always the last to know, (laughs) (laughs) which uh, has come so true in so many ways. But in her thank you card, like, first of all, that she would write me a thank you, like, that was just really sweet and wonderful. But in her thank you card, she was like, thank you for your ministry of justice. Wow. And I had never really can stop to consider that Equals H is a justice ministry, but apparently it is. And I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah. wow, that's, that's really cool that she saw that, that mm-hmm. she knew that, that she feels like that what we get to do is, uh, is provide justice to the women uh, and their children who are in these desperate and difficult situations. It was just really cool to, that she would stop and, and do that, and we got to be a part of that. And probably we don't talk about it a lot, right? But everything that we do is based on justice, and it is very um, it is a great privilege not just to see how God works in that, but that we can actually be able to start and move and support other ministries towards that vision too, mm-hmm. that vision of justice. Oh, incredible. So, and that brings us just to the second one of um, just the the people that we are allowed uh, to work with. I mm-hmm. mean, the whole ministry of SA, I mean, their whole concept and driving passion, uh, all of the people at Second Chances um, that have the heart and the drive to see young men at risk mm-hmm. um, or who have been... I mean, we've just finished Luis's story, right? Like all, all that he went through, and we get to walk alongside yeah. um, young men like him, mm-hmm. uh, and get to be representative of God's love in a physical, tangible way. I mean, it's it's just amazing, and and everyone who's listening to this, everyone who supports Educational Hope, is also a part of that. Absolutely, and the relationship that we can have, or that teams can have with this particular people. This is just the beginning of the bigger project that we can get to see. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we are able to see those things and we can be part of those things is really, really huge. Because as you said, and as we say always in the Hopecast, it takes many people supporting. And we could nev- never do what we do without the support of many others. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And another one of those ministry sites is Carmen Baco, mm-hmm. which is where Equals H started with, uh, with Lara Farinango. <laughs> Um, we get to continue to walk with her. Obviously, um, she was one of our bullet points in our meeting this morning <laughs> that she is, um, not only did we get to help her graduate from high school, but years later, we've been able to come back around in partnership with her to get uh, a degree in early childhood education, which mm-hmm. was just an associate's degree. But in God's perfect timing, a university has just come along for this whole um, Cordillero is the name of the institute where she got the um, associate's degree. She's in her last like two months of that. And this university 
just dropped it out of the sky and said, hey, we'd like to partner with you. If you did your first two, he- two years here, you can do an accelerated year and a half with us and then have a bachelor's in early education. Mm-hmm. And it is the same cost <laughs> of what we were already doing with her. And just just so thankful God's perfect timing in that. Absolutely. And the great opportunities that we can get to see from that, because the programs that we would do, mainly the scholarship programs, can be seen as this particular period of time, right? But something that we are very thankful and something that is very shocking to me is how this little period of time that we can get to spend in, in people's lives can then give a huge fruit, changing their perspective and bringing true hope for their own lives and their families. And their families and the people around them, like that they become employable, that, um, you know, I talk about Carmen Baco, obviously Marvin, we've talked about him many times before he's been on the show. He's very near and dear uh, to my heart, but he is the sound engineer at HCJB Global Radio Station. Like right. he's the schniz, like, oh my word, like this kid, from Carmen Bajo, who grew up with a dirt floor, is like he's the engineer that everyone is coming to to run all of the professional sound at an international radio station for not like a hundred years, not a year. I don't, they just had an anniversary. I'm sorry, HCJB, that I don't know <laughs> what number it is. But um, also going back to Carmen Bajo, um, that working with Fabian and Grace and the and found, starting a new foundation mm-hmm. to um, honor it'll be in the name of our dear friend who passed away three years ago, Sarah Mar. But that they, as they look towards retirement, um, they want to keep doing ministry. In order to do that, we have to have a legal channel to mm-hmm. <laughs> legally channel funds and. And as they look at retirement, that they want to start something that's just going to be a headache for them. But we get to work with people who like are going to take on that that burden, so that they can bless more students. And sure. so I'm just so so thankful for them and for the start of that new foundation. We are one of the things that um, are a gift is to see how something that we propose as one project then turns to be more and more and more and grows. So we're just really really thankful that. Fabian and Tia Grace and everybody in Carbon Bajo are so diligent and so um, hang, hang, hangry. So hangry? hungry. No, so hungry. <laughs> Not hangry. Nor hangry. No, that's you and me when we don't eat. <laughs> that's true. No, they are so hungry of true, truly helping people that they just see every spot of opportunity and take it mm-hmm. and go deeper. And this mm-hmm. is just one of those tips. Fabian just called me this week. Uh, he had the chance to go to a pastor's conference for his denomination in Panama. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Cameron, oh my gosh, I've got some new ideas. And we need to create this network to care for pastors as they are pouring into their churches. Because so many of them are I'm like, absolutely, yes, we're in, Fabian, whatever it is you want to do. <laughs> Uh, you can create a network and you can take care of the pastors and the other ministry sites that we work in. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, but a really, really fun, the, just the people that we get to work with. Um, part of that people, uh, 
two podcasts ago, we got to hear from a man named Rusty Bland, mm-hmm. um, who is part of the Kahi Cares Foundation. I wonder if any of our listeners heard that and then all of a sudden saw a Kahi truck on the interstate when they <laughs> would never have noticed before. But um, just really, really thankful for their heart of mm. wanting to be in relationship. And that's the third time Rusty came down in a year. Like, right. Bringing a, teams with him. Yeah, on on it, and he's like the vice president of of the foundation. Like the man has a big job, and he is choosing to come pour into us individually and as an organization. Mm-hmm. And just really, really thankful for him and for Paul Reichert and for Aaron and for mm-hmm. all of the people at Kiki Cares and that we get to that God has ordained for such a time as this, uh, this sort of relationship. It's yeah. I'm just really thankful. For their support and also for their openness. Every time that they come here, they're just so open to whatever we need them to do. And and they are so open for the future too. It's not like we're coming here and then goodbye. No, they really want to go deep and long with us, which is a huge, huge privilege. It's a gift. It's a gift. Um. Uh, I'm thankful and excited for the idea. Um, there is more need than we are meeting, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love and am thankful for the team that you and Rocio and I make up our, our little subsection. <laughs> you and Caroline and I have a subsection and you and yeah. Chio and I have a subsection. But that concept of like how, how as God releases the funds, as God provides those funds, um, what are the best ways to move forward in ministry? And just the, the people and the relationships that uh, that you bring, that Rocio brings, mm-hmm. that God has brought in the door, and the intentional steps, and that we can even dream about opening new ministry sites and being able to reach or support more students in desperate and difficult situations. Um, it's, it's just a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about Brenda. Well, um, Brenda, that we have had here in the podcast being previous um, experiences, she has the incredible heart of not just doing something for her, but also for others. And we have been able to perceive that in many different ways. Um, she's already graduated from school, and hopefully she will come sometime soon uh, to do a podcast so that she can explain this herself. Mm-hmm. But um, because she's a nurse, she has this huge, huge heart for people and she wants to serve with what she learned and in a way also give back a little bit of what she has received. So in that sense, she is part of the Youth World family, more officially now. Right. She works for the health initiatives department. So part of what she's doing is she was like, what if I help in some kind of educational medicine uh, for the ministry sites that you work with. So the first that we're actually doing is the Dioses Amor project. They have a tutoring program, kind of like an after-school program for some mm-hmm. kids, and they are seeing that the need for their community is bigger than just tutoring. Mm-hmm. So that's what Brenda came in, and again, she will explain us more about it, but what she's doing is kind of like creating this huge campaign of education and medical education for those kids and their families. 
she's been able to have some meetings with the families to tell them, you know, this is kind of like some guidelines of what you guys can do to take care of your kids and their health. And we're talking um, about things as easy as washing hands yep. and covering sneezes and then lice, what to do with lice and how to treat that and what you... So some super basic things that you would think everyone knows that, mm-hmm. but not everyone does. No. And then some of the more complex issues uh, that still aren't at like, I mean, I'm sure I just cut you off, but you're like, she's going to send people to a doctor when they need it. But if they need to know how to apply a lice treatment, she's there. Right. Um, yes, exactly that. The attention is not just coming in and telling them what to do. It's also being with them and walking. She's also now able to bring some of her colleagues from from school and from the you know the place the places that she was um she was doing like the practicas uh-huh. the training and the internships that she was doing for her career she's bringing those people now to the ministry site in order to bring more you know more professionals to what they are doing and I think even the Church of Dios Amor has got them a little classroom mm-hmm. one of the Sunday classrooms have they have prepared that just for Brenda and her friends so they have like a Consultorio. When you say her friends, you mean like her doctor friends her doctor and, and friends. nurses friends. Yes. So they have like a place to to Consult- see these people um, when they come. Office, yeah. Yeah. Incredible that, and we get to be a part of that, and it's just putting one foot in front of the other and walking through the doors that God opens. Um, one of the things that is the bane of my existence, <laughs> but I am also so thankful for, is Christmas cards. I mean, we just did that. Um, and I think you and I stared at each other across the table, completely brain dead. Um, but it is not lost on me. We handled 671 pieces of paper that were drawn on, written, decorated in phenomenal ways of the students who we get to interact with and we get to help provide an education for them when they otherwise would not have an education. I mean, just it's yeah. it's amazing and humbling to sort through each. I mean, it's a, also a pain in the tuchus, don't get me wrong. <laughs> and it's you, a lot. And you know more than I do because, I mean, y'all translated them and then you're on the computer, you have to print them out and cut them out and staple them to the right. And, make, and then we'd spend all those days matching students to donors and making sure that the people who are still in the program is still matched together and they can walk together. But so thankful for that tactile reminder yeah. um, of the impact that the people who are listening right now make. And, right. and we get to be that channel. So. Yeah. So, and, so and, and those cards sometimes were able to perceive that the students receive that hug and they feel it. Mm-hmm. They feel the heaviness of all the support behind what they receive. And they're so thankful, not just because they receive something, but because they know there's people praying for them and people working for them. Mm-hmm. And that they're not alone. Yeah. We, spe- we speak a lot about with teams that when they're here, um, for lack of a better title, we call it the poverty orientation, but looking at what is poverty and when you are the person living in poverty and you're asked that question, the answer is not as cut and dry, like lack of things. Like if you don't live in poverty, your perception of poverty is that this is a lack of 
shelter, clothes, housing, medical, um, et cetera, and so forth. But when you ask the the people that are living in poverty themselves, it comes back in much more relational and emotional terms, isolation and hopelessness. And just how amazing that even for just a moment a day, like they may or may not they may or may not walk with us consciously in mind, but when they stop and think like, oh my gosh, my child is going to school because of the help of strangers, Mm -hmm. people that I may or may not ever get to meet. And you and I get to be that face for Mm -hmm. them and we receive their thanks. Um, And right now I just really want to try to push all of that thanks through the microphone (laughs) and out through the speakers that people are listening on uh, because it's not ours to keep. This is, Mm -hmm. like we said earlier, Mm -hmm. it's a group effort and it's just really a privilege. I'm really, really thankful for that. Um, I'm excited and thankful for uh, what's coming in the spring and summer. We -hmm. have a full docket. Um, We have five teams that are coming in the spring. And currently, I think we have eight or nine teams Fully registered. Nine teams registered for and I, a couple more that are still out there yep. that may or may not materialize. I mean, that's that's a lot of people that want to come and work alongside us. Sure. And I'm so thankful. I'm and so thankful for them. All the work that they are doing in order to get passports and get tickets and get on a plane and come down here and and embrace the communities that we get to work with. Yeah. Sometimes most of these teams have knocked on our door already having a plan. And like we're coming and we're ready. Some of them, of course, we we start figuring out what is the best way for them to come down and all that. But some of them have, you know, one of their leaders have come in one of their vision teams. Mm -hmm. And then when they knock on our door again, we know that they're ready. So it's just really cool to see that they are taking that step and being diligent and saying, we don't just like what you guys are doing. We just don't want to support. We want to be part of it and we're ready. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really cool because I feel we're not that intentional in recruiting so many teams. <laughs> well, John Allen has started to be. Yeah, he's he is, amazing. He is. But we, uh, but, all this to say that we are just shocked of how God is working because he's just bringing more and more people to the door. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how much we insist. Um, I think it is just him knocking mm-hmm. on people's hearts yep. and moving them in order to keep doing what we are doing. And we're just mm-hmm. so thankful for all the people that are coming. And we are, we will be very thankful also for the prayers of all of our listeners, mm-hmm. uh, for every coming down, for every team leader, every team participant. And of course, for all of the interns mm-hmm. that we will have next summer and next year working with us alongside. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, please pray for us as we lead them that we have all the wisdom and the patience and the diligence to be able to be part of their lives Mm -hmm. and also for them as they come to our ministry and they become part of what we do, that we are all all aligned to what God wants for us and and from us. Mm -hmm. You're here. If anyone would like to uh, apply to be an intern or know of anyone who would be a, make a good intern, we are still very much in that recruiting season. We'd love an email at Cameron at educationalshope.org. Give us a heads up or say, Hey, send me an application. That would be phenomenal. And I cannot end the thankfulness uh, recognition without saying out loud one more time how thankful I am for Marvin and Chavita's wedding that we got to be a part of in September Mm -hmm. and um, seeing 
seeing their lives come together, but knowing their stories and knowing uh, the churches that they come from and knowing that we have gotten to pour into them uh, over the long haul is such a gift. So super thankful for that. If you would like to be a part of Educational's Hope financially, which we would be very, very thankful for, please go to educationalshope.org. We'd love for you to find the Ecuador button and awesome. then give on the Ecuador page <laughs> <laughs> um, or the general page. Either one is fine. But we're so thankful for what you do and for being in relationship with us. We love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage, www.educationequalshope.org, or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.